What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition, episode 54. Happy Labor Day to all our listeners. I'm your host, Taylor Ringold, and my co-host, Griffin Warner, is here. We both had a great time last night watching a little baseball, hanging out with some friends, and we're still going to do that today. But before we go and have a little fun today on on Labor Day Monday... We got to record podcast and give you guys all the betting tools to bet on your Monday card for some baseball. Over the weekend, we had a series spotlight to break down. We'll do that one second. But first, we gave you two and oh, baby, two and oh, best bets. Griff, you took the Tampa Bay Rays over my Yankees, and I took the young and sizzling hot Diamondbacks over the Brewers. Another two and oh. Three out of our last four best bets are two and O's. I guess we're we're getting hot at the right time. Yeah, um, hard to argue with perfection, you know. Um, very happy with uh the streak we're on. Um sad that it didn't start earlier in the season, but uh you gotta accept the uh the good when it comes. Very true. So your your raise. You raised one. That was my actually my series spot. So it's spotlight. So I guess we can kind of break down that series real quick, and then we'll get into your series, which is really really sure, good. I'd love too. to hear your your opinions on the performance of the New York Yankees. Uh, Griff, I am I am sweating a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, Griff. The Yankees have played very poorly. The division race is getting smaller and smaller by the day. The Yankees now have a five game lead up on the Rays. Six on the Blue Jays and eight and a half on the Orioles. At one point, it was four game lead. The Rays just keep beating these these damn Yankees. The Yankees pitched or have been pitching lights out, lights out pitching, good starting pitching, good guys coming out of the pen. They just can't score. It was a historic first half offense for this New York Yankee team, and now they can't do anything. I, I think at one point. They scored two runs in the last 27 innings, and two of those runs were two solo home runs by Judge. So the guy can is seriously doing it all, and he had another home run yesterday. But the Yankees finally got a W against Corey Kluber. Uh, so definitely, uh, what was it, Kluber yesterday, or was it the other day? So uh, I think, Kluber was Saturday. Yesterday yeah. it was a bullpen game. Sean yeah, Armstrong gave up a home run to Judge with leadoff batter, and then yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was I, very I, close throughout. Yeah, yeah, it was very close throughout. It was uh, my, I think we when we were doing the rotate like the rotations, and I think the race pushed everything back a day. But yeah, so that was a good pick by you on Friday's best bet. Good, good for you. And uh, what about your weekend series spotlight? Uh, I went with the Guardians and the Mariners, and what seemed to me like a pretty big series for both playoffs. Uh, aspirations. The Mariners got a road sweep in Cleveland, so won all three, which is pretty impressive. Um, and that, that puts them 10 games behind the Astros, so not really in a position to fight for the ALS, I don't think, with only a month to go, but uh, ultimately, it's a big step ahead to get away from those central teams for the Mariners. Now it's 76 wins. Um, ahead of the Rays by two games, ahead of the Blue Jays by three, ahead of the Orioles by five, so they look pretty strongly in the playoffs right now uh the mariners do and that, that's something we were probably happy to hear about based on our yeah. recent episodes being so so high on them 
Yeah, and, and look at those Guardians now are tied with the Minnesota Twins even at the American League Central up, up top there. And then now the White Sox are two games back. So this division is getting very, very interesting, Griff. How how do you think this the division this division race is gonna look by the end of next week? Since the twins are now facing the Yankees in the Bronx next week. Well, um what's dead may never die, you know. Um the White Sox are still around and somehow. I don't I don't know how they managed to hang around, but they are on their way. Um they have the best bullpen, it seems like and they've won so many close games, um, which you could say is a lot of luck. But um, it's good that they're still only two games back. It's still enough a chance to fight in the playoffs. I think it's going to be hard to get to a wild card position unless some, one of these teams gets really hot and doesn't win that division. So we might only see one team at AL Central, and maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I think so, too. I just think the American League East is just too stacked to have just one or two. I think we might be seeing – Toronto, or maybe even Baltimore as well. I mean, we I think all, all all baseball fans want Baltimore to make it. But with that being said, Griff, let me read off a quick ad, and then we will talk about our Monday card here. So, pregame like Super Contest twenty two is free and easier. The like Super Contest NFL spread sides per week easier for you. So you just you just have to. Make all your picks at once, plus the advantage of the best number using live lines is available. Winner gets a choice of 1500 cash prize or entry into next year's Westgate Super Contest. It's free and includes a bonus. It's free to enter. Just go to pregame.com and click on the contest for the Like Super Contest 22. And 20% off all listeners, good for seven days from the podcast release. Enter in Hot Dog 20. I was... Very excited to talk about that Hot Dog 20 promo <laughs> last episode, and I was told not to say that one. We was batter 20 last week. It's now hitter. I'm a Hot Dog 20 on this episode. All right, Griff, well, talk to me about this Monday slate of games. No, it's not so bad. We don't have six games this time. We get the 13 out of 15, which is about as much as we could ask for at this uh, time of the year and from Rob Manfred. Um, but we'll start with the Mets at the, the Pirates and Taiwan Walker visiting Mitch Keller. Uh, Taiwan, two, minus 210 road favorite. Over-under is 8.5. It's just a monster number for the Mets. Um, they're a far better team than the, the Pirates, but uh, Taiwan Walker has been all over the place in the last month, it feels like. So a uh, huge number, but it's really hard to back the Pirates right now. Well, I think it's always very hard to back the Pirates, but you are right. Walker hasn't. Hasn't been his his self, and I think he needs to figure it out because now it's gut check time. It's ready to go. We're in the month of September now. Baseball is the most important right now. They need to figure out who's going to be in that rotation to start the postseason with Scherzer having that weird uh, injury on his last start. They got to kind of figure out who can be potentially a two-starter if Scherzer is healthy enough, which I think he will, but Walker needs to get his act together. I mean, he had some great swing and miss performances this year that no one was really expecting because he's never been that type of guy. But um, it's probably his ceiling was reached. And so now we're going to see what he can do and if he can be meaningful for the Mets the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, this should be a series the Mets win. And, I mean, 
it's like one of those things with the Mets where we keep feeling like they're going to win the division, but they're only one game up on the Braves right now. So um, they're they're sweating probably. Um, mm-hmm. It's a big deal to win the division and get that uh, first round by, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens there, but uh, probably not enough for me to back Mitch Keller, uh, who's had some arm troubles lately as well. Uh, and that, that's an early one. That's a new twelve thirty five Eastern Time start. Um, so you might want to get out and grab these these games as quickly as possible because we got another day game here. Milwaukee Brewers and Adrian Hauser, excuse me, Hauser visiting Ryan Feltner in the Colorado Rockies. Currently, Hauser minus one twenty eight road favorite over under eleven and a half. Um, expecting some runs here because Hauser doesn't really miss bats, and Feltner is the pitcher for the Colorado Rockies pitching in Denver. So not a lot of uh, expectations for the Rockies here, uh, but it's a pretty short number uh, for a Brewers team that's trying to fight to get in the playoffs. This is this is a big time for the Brewers. They are now two and a half games out of a wild card opportunity, and they're eight and a half out of the division. The division race is is slowly slowly drifting away from them. So a wild card is maybe their best bet. They need to start winning games. This is this is. I mean, look, they were. You know, at one point, one of the better teams in baseball, and then they just folded, trading Josh Hader away. The offense is slipping. The pitcher rotation has not been what it's used to be. The bullpen is is out of whack. So they they need to start winning some ball games if they want to make a playoff run. And this is yeah, where they should hurt. start. Wouldn't hurt to start here. Um, I'm thinking they don't really deserve to be in the playoffs. I'm hoping they don't make it because I feel like that would just be a dead team. It's not really going to do mm-hmm. much to anybody. Totally um, so maybe not so bad for entertainment value if they don't. Uh, but the Rockies, I mean, they're a good home team, and uh, they don't really do much on the road. But um, lean to the Rockies, if anything, here. Washington Nationals then visit St. Louis Cardinals. we got Anibal Sanchez still somehow starting in the big leagues. Um, but Jack Flaherty coming off the IL finally hopefully got his shoulder impingement or shoulder trouble behind him after – a very short return in the majors a couple months ago that did not go well. But Flaherty, a minus 250 favorite at home. Big, big number, <laughs> but St. Louis has been playing so well. Um, but with that arm trouble, that's a, that's a huge number. Overners, eight and a half. I'm not really expecting uh, – I'm not really sure what to expect from Jack Flaherty. I think Anibal Sanchez will be okay, but um, – man, I don't know. Fading Flaherty in that shoulder until he proves it seems like something that might be worth doing if you uh, yeah. if you like a little risk on, on the Nationals. Jack Flaherty's first start since June 26th, Griff. He went two innings, allowed two walks, and that was it. He hasn't pitched since then. If you want to look on the brighter side here, you know, uh, you got to talk about what the future holds for the Cardinals with Jack Flaherty. When you go into the postseason, what is his role going to be? Is is he going to be a guy in the rotation, or is he going to be a bullpen opportunity? So it's it's a very valuable piece to get back at the right time, and I think the Cardinals are planned it like this. Take your sweet time, Jack. We have the guys already here that are established for winning ball games. The division's ours, and now they just acquired a – frontline ace now can they get that same jack flaherty who knows uh for this game individually i i think he's gonna be limited to maybe three innings maybe maybe four i mean like you, you, you he's he says he's ready the, from what i've read he's ready to go he pitched decently well he feels fine in the minor leagues he's ready to go but griff as you know you know you come off a big il stint like this they're gonna 
nurse him back. And he's going to take at least three starts, maybe two, to get himself maybe acclimated back into uh, professional, you know, first professional hitters. But maybe it's to be two, three in a game, maybe four, pushing four. Hmm. So you're calling the Washington Nationals, or excuse me, you're calling, first of all, minor leaguers, uh, semi-professionals. Um, just want all of our listeners to no, know that. No, I'm not. I'm saying the like real professional hitters, the guys that are in the show, the best of the best. You're facing the best of the best right now. So you, you got you to gotta take a grain of salt for a guy that it could be super valuable for them. But imagine if he hurts himself again right now. It's another L for the Cardinals losing him for the third time. Yeah, I think we'll see what happens. Um, he's, I mean, he threw six and two thirds on the 31st of August uh, in double A, I think he was. So, um, you know, it's not terrible. Uh, five and a third of the start before that. And I think there's a, a good possibility that we see um, maybe five innings from him, um, especially yes, against yeah. a, a weak Nationals lineup that, um, I mean, arguably you could probably call them not uh, professional hitters, but. Uh, I think everyone that's paid would technically be a professional hitter, but I mean, we don't need to debate semantics and we'll move on next to Arizona at San Diego. And it looks like a, a debut for Ryan Nelson, a prospect for the Diamondbacks. And he's visiting Blake Snell, the model of consistency. Uh, Blake Snell minus 227 favorite at home over under eight. And I got to say, I kind of like your, your baby backs here. You do versus Blake Snell. Blake Snell has, is a different pitcher this year. It's just completely different. He had his really, really bad start against the Guardians on August 24th, but then he had a nice bounce back start against the Giants in San Francisco. He struck out eight, and, and he went six innings, which is, you know, as we all know, Blake Snell loves to go maybe a minimum of five, maximum yeah. of five, excuse me. So, But, yeah, this, this Diamondbacks team – they are very close to be a 500 ball club. They're 64 and 69. They're they're very interesting to watch. They got a few nice pieces on the roster, and supposedly this kid Nelson is supposed to be the real deal. Eight and two last ten looks pretty good. Um, I do wonder how uh, a debut will go under the lights in uh, what can be a pretty tough place to play in San Diego. So it uh, might be a, a wait and see, but. Blake Snell as, as lofty favorites is usually a good idea to uh, to look the other way. Last but not least, in the National League, we have what usually is a great rivalry and probably should be still here today. Uh, but the San Francisco Giants are far behind the Dodgers and look like they're going to be playing golf in October, no baseball. Uh, Logan Webb visits Andrew Heaney, and Heaney is a minus 208 favorite over under his eight. I think this will be a close game. Um, it's unfortunate that it's the Giants, considering how poorly they've been playing, though. Yeah, you know what? For for uh, as a baseball fan in, in in general, watching the San Francisco Giants in the postseason has is always a treat. And unfortunately, we're not going to be seeing that this year. But with a matchup like this, Logan Webb always likes to pitching in the the big opportune games and games that are under the lights and that are. First, but good ball clubs. I wonder to see how he pitches. He's gotten his had a nice year. Andrew he has turned things around as a Dodger because clearly he could not pitch as a Yankee. So I wonder to see what happens here. But also a little a little note here from our first game. We broke we broke down the Yankee the, the Mets and the Pirates. That game is postponed. So Ooh. yes, on MLB.com, it's been canned for rain. 
Shoot. So that, that one's out the door, which is which is almost okay because that's the first game on the schedule. So the rest of these games, you kids will have enough time to be betting on games. And uh all right, so we, we're now entering the American League Griff. Yeah, thank you for that update. Uh I'll take over. It's Minnesota at the New York Yankees. Big series for both. Um Yankees continuing to just fall like a, a leaf from the, the tree all the way down to the ground, but they're hanging on for dear life and credit them for a big win to avoid the sweep yesterday. And yeah. ultimately a lost series was not the worst scenario at Tampa. So long as they avoided that road sweep and we got Chris Archer, who's not a bad uh, person to be throwing meatballs for four innings against the Yankees today at home. Uh, Jameson Tyone, who's been a little bit better of late, but, um, still, I think the jury's out on him right now. Tyone currently a minus one fifty six home favorite over under eight and a half. Um, I don't know that I really want to back the Twins because I just don't feel like they're better than the Yankees in any really portion of the of the game. Well, the Twins need need to do something because their last start against Dylan Cease was flat embarrassing. Man, I mean Dylan Cease carved them up, almost had a no hitter. Of course, Luis Arias had the guy who leads the, the whole league and. Average gets the base hit to break it up, but yeah, Chris Archer is the right pitch for the Yankees right now. After almost getting swept by the the Rays and that division is getting smaller and smaller. But a little side note for me personally, I can't stand how how Boone's been structuring these lineups over the last few weeks. Judge was leading off yesterday. Now Judge is batting second today. Uh, there's no you have Donaldson still batting fourth. This lineup. Is legit automatic outs at the bottom of the order. Mar Gonzalez and Tim LeCastro and IKF at the bottom of the order. It's just not going to looking good. It's automatic outs, but the Yankees get to see G. Rochelle and Gary Sanchez, Gary Sanchez for the first time since they were traded. So that's cool to get a little um, romance, little romance in there. Jake Cave, also former Yankee prospect, now he's batting seventh for these Twins. You're you're I'm, a big romance guy. Um, I love a little romance. Baseball. What's you know what what was the the line from Moneyball? How can you not be romantic about baseball? I mean, come on. Yeah, um, Jonah Hill just makes me feel romantic all the time. Uh, next, we'll go Toronto and Baltimore, and we got two of those today. Um, a little double dip, which is pretty important considering these are two teams fighting for the playoffs. First one, it looks like we're going to start with Kevin Gosman. At uh, Bauman from Baltimore, uh, kind of feels like a fill-in. Uh, currently, Gosman is minus one seventy-two road favorite over unders eight and a half. I'm not sure that Gosman's been throwing well enough to deserve that type of price, but I don't have a lot on uh, a Mister Bauman. I don't have much on Mister Bauman too, but like you said, man, the, these can you imagine? Imagine you're these two teams you're trying to make the playoffs. These are, you guys are neck and neck in that division, and you have to play two today. So it looks like the Orioles, it's a bullpen game for the Orioles in game one, but game two has got to be a must win for, for the Orioles. It's tough to face Gosman. Gos- when Gosman's on, Griff, yes, you know, when Gosman's on, Gosman's one of the best in the game because he, he has that changeup that just floats right in there, and he has that fastball, too, that kind of sneaks by you. Yeah, I just feel like his it's good. I mean, when he's good, he can be great, but I just don't feel like that happens enough. Um for Kevin Gosman, Bauman has pitched 12 innings so far in seven appearances, no starts. So looks like he's got maybe three innings in him. Um, so that's going to be tough, especially in the first game of a doubleheader. It's a lot of pressure on Jordan Lyles in the nightcap. Um, I guess I like Bauman, but I'm just not really sure that that's 
enough at this point in the year to, to go against that Jays offense, which is, I think, a lot better than Baltimore's. The doubleheader second matchup is Jose Barrios at Jordan Miles. Uh, currently Barrios minus 128 road favorite. So the Jays are favored in both of them. I, I could probably see the Orioles getting out of this with a split. Just don't yeah. know which one they're going to win, of course. But I think over it's under eight game. and a half. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles has been a has been a bright bright spot for this Orioles team. Lyles career wise hasn't really been that great of a pitcher. He's a career, uh, what's his career? A career five ERA, and basically every year he's been either low fives to mid fives, even sixes. We I see a fat nine ERA in 2017 with the Padres, but. This year is definitely his best year, and he's getting a lot of work. He's got to hit a lot of work last year as a Ranger on your Rangers last year with a 515 ERA, but now he's 425 ERA. He's pitched really well against the Guardians last start. White Sox and Red Sox in his previous starts, love nine hits. He lets, lets up a lot of hits, but he gets a lot of outs, though. So, and Jose Barrios, he's trying to find it, man. He can't find it this year. It's not his year. Uh, I'm a big Barrios stand, as, as you know, but. If if uh, he needs a bounce back start more than anybody, but I think the Orioles, like you said, I think one of these games they're going to be split, and I think this might be the one. Yeah, I I feel like the Orioles. I mean, they're a Cinderella story for sure, but, but I'm not ready to give up on them yet. Um, and they're in position. I mean, this is a big series for them. If if they somehow take a couple today, I mean, they're right even with the Jays in the win column, half game behind um, because of a loss, but. Um, they're in this race, and uh, yeah, I'm really are. looking forward to them keeping climbing. I mean, big, big series for the Mariners winning all three of the Guardians, and I think that has essentially made it so two AL East teams are going to make it with that one AL West team being the Mariners. But we'll ultimately see. Um, next on the list, we'll go down to uh, Tampa for Boston. Michael Walker visiting Luis Patino. Currently, Patino minus 107 home favorite, so pretty short number. Uh, over under seven and a half. Walk has been pitching really well, but I just don't know that I have much want to uh, mess around with the Red Sox right now. Red Sox are bringing up the young kids. I think that Casas kid got called up. I'm not yep. mistaken. Yeah, so they're yep. bringing him up. It's the the young kids are coming up. But look, Michael Walker, for a guy who hasn't been great for the last three years, maybe four, this has been a fantastic year. He somehow is just getting outs. Because in previous years, for quite some time, has been horrendous. Last two, last three starts, last four, five starts. First of all, good offenses: Blue Jays, Yankees, Orioles, Rays, and Twins. He has kept the, the ball in the yard for the most part. Let up five, three home runs in his last five starts. It's not bad, and uh, he's not walking a lot. He's getting a lot of ground balls. ERA is getting lower. But I think with with how the Rays performed this last weekend, I think they're going to keep that mojo in there. They were very close to winning the third game, but Clay Holmes got the call of his life at the end of that game. I think maybe the Rays might sneak away with Patino on the mound. I think Patino's a good arm. I think he throws he throws hard. I just would like to see a little bit more success from Patino. Mm, I think as would the Rays, if I had to guess, but we'll end up seeing um, that one. Um Next, we'll move the Chicago White Sox and your boy Lance Lynn visiting Marco Gonzalez in Seattle. Come off a, a big, big series sweep on the road in Cleveland, Chicago. The White Sox somehow still surviving, only two games back of the division lead um, as what 
is dead may never die. Um, currently Lance Lynn, a minus 117 road favorite over under seven and a half. And there's actually a pretty big move because Lynn was an underdog last night, I think, and uh, moved all the way up that minus 117 number. I think it's because he's been throwing well. His velocity hasn't really been there, but he's finally looking like the old Lance Lynn. Um, just the uh, same behavioral stuff that uh, Taylor's had a, a great time with over the years. But Marco Gonzalez, I mean, he's a lefty thrown against the Chicago White Sox. It's not a great side to throw from. Um, he doesn't miss bats either, so that's a problem. But ultimately, we'll see. And uh, I think I lean to the White Sox, believe it or not. But as they move to a favorite, that makes me want to come back the other way. Yeah, I'm with that too. And look, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, can't disagree. Lance Lynn's pitch definitely better. Last three starts, he's let up just one run, and it was all on a solo home run, striking out a lot of dudes. So, you know what? Good for him. As much as I, it hates me to say that, Grip, as you know, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to lean Mariners, man. I think I'm going to lean Mariners underdogs. I know Mark Gonzalez is the definition of hit or miss in every single start. But I think when you come off a nice series against the the Guardians like that, why don't you keep it rolling at home? Yeah, certainly momentum on that side. And the White Sox, I mean, the pressure's on. They can't afford to uh, can't lose games. keep wallowing in the, the middle. They mm-hmm. need to start winning. So next we'll move uh, to Texas and Houston. Uh, big Texas matchup. And fortunately, I only get blacked out of one game on this card, which is great. Um, when the Texas teams play each other, you got Martin Perez is an ink. Hunter Brown, a big prospect for the White Sox, or excuse me, for the Astros. I'm not sure if he's actually their number one, but they keep saying he's way up there. So, uh, gonna have a good debut, potentially a two start week, might be a good sneaky fantasy ad if anyone's listening is into that. Uh, as the playoffs, I think are starting this week or got started last week. Um, currently, Hunter Brown, a minus 161 favorite at home, over unders eight. Um, Martin Perez has had a really good year, but got hit pretty hard last start against the, the same Astros. And uh, I, I don't have a lot of, of faith in him uh, bouncing back here. It's very funny that a first first career start pitcher over here and with Hunter Brown is a large favorite against the veteran Martin Perez. A little thing on Hunter Brown, 9-4 and four record in AAA this year with a 2-5-5 ERA, 106 innings. 134 strikeouts. The big thing here, doesn't give off the long ball, Griff. Five home runs in 106 innings. It's pretty damn well. Keeps the ball in the great. ballpark. That's freaking great. Um, no complete games, but this guy's getting stretched out a ton this year. As we always talk about in here, I've done it. I'll hand up. I've done it before. I've bet on rookies in their opening day starts and it hasn't panned out. But do you think this, this kid, Hunter Brown, can – Grab a W for the Astros? I mean, he's on the better team here, and they're at home, so it's a pretty good situation for him. But no, I don't think I can be sure about anything um, until you get the butterflies and you're standing on that mound in front of umpteen thousand people. I mean, you don't really know what you got until that point. Sure. And uh, it's going to be an emotional day for the Brown family, so we'll see how he does. But I don't think Martin Perez is close to making my card. Next, we'll move Cleveland at Kansas City. Tristan McKenzie at Brady Singer, a big bounce back opportunity for the Guardians. And uh, the Royals, I feel like, have been playing fairly well as a spoiler. Um, but um, we'll see what happens today because Cleveland, they're coming off, a, they're reeling off a pretty tough series. So they should be out for blood, would be my guess. Currently, McKenzie, a minus 127 road favorite. 
uh, over under seven and a half. And I feel like both these pitchers have been great. So I don't expect a lot of runs here. And I mean, it's really hard for me not want to back Brady Singer because he's been awesome. And that is your boy. Your boy is Brady Singer. You love Brady Singer. Uh, I do too. I've loved him late as of late. I think he was one of the better pitchers in July in June. Was it June or July? He was one of the better pitchers in baseball. Singer's had a great July. Maybe it was July. Yeah, McKenzie's been great too. You gotta be if you're on the side of Cleveland here, you gotta be thinking, like, hey, dude, uh, we gotta grab a W. We got swept. It's time. We're on the road against a good pitcher, but the offense in the Royals isn't great. That's not what they're known for right now. And they're not really known for winning much either. But the McKenzie being the young starter he is, he needs to grab uh that and put that clutch gene gene into play and go grab a W against these this struggling offense. All right. Now we go to the last game on our 13 game card. Um stay tuned for best bets. They're coming just in a second after we get that promo code to you all again. Um, but here we got the Detroit Tigers, Tyler Alexander, visiting Jose Suarez and the Angels, who's been very good. Uh, I think that's the only way you can say it about him. Um, current number is Suarez a minus 177 favorite, over-unders eight and a half. Um, what do you think about the Tigers right now? Um, are they a team that you could potentially put money behind, or are they just so focused on next year um, that it's really hard to back them? Yeah, man, they're focused on next year. Uh, I mean, both these teams are. <laughs> both these teams are focused on next year. And speaking of the Tigers, I watched a highlight reel of their very expensive shortstop, and Javi Baez. I watched the highlight mm. reel of all of his errors that he has this year. He's, ah, so it was a low light reel, actually. Yes, it was a not not your best highlight reel. It was very bad, actually. And I saw a bunch of his horrendous swings did you see the other day that that swing he had where the ball bounced and he still swung and it's terrible i mean he's having the worst year of his career and it doesn't help that he's on one of the worst teams maybe if maybe the worst team in the entire league you gotta just hope that next year with you know you know green plays a full season holy hopefully torkelson comes out next year better Hopefully, Javi plays better, but they, just, they need the pitching, and Tyler Alexander is not going to be your saving grace, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I think Suarez has been really good, um, so that makes me want to do this even less. Um, I don't know that the Angels deserve to be favored like that, but they do have their two-headed monster back in the lineup, so that's important, uh, unless I missed something from this weekend. So um, just in looking at Jose Suarez's stats, I mean, he's been awesome, so um from from my humble opinion i feel like there are better uh people to fade this weekend uh and without further ado um get to our best bets just in one second thanks for hanging through the show um but we'll also get the uh, promo code out to you it's hot dog 20 um uh, taylor already mentioned at the beginning of the show but um and might have on the last but hot dog 20 <laughs> is a good one today uh 20 off while you're enjoying uh, some smoked meats or uh, some vegetarian stuff. I don't know who's listening exactly. So trying to touch all our, our listener groups, but hope you're enjoying it. Mix in a water. Uh, don't forget that, but use hot dog 20 for 20% off on all purchases on pregame.com within a week of this episode's launch. Um, please throw in hot dog 20, buy my picks overnight. Certainly look for the football season starting soon. I know college football is already underway. Uh, there's a lot going on in the pregame game.com website and so now we're at our best bets portion and taylor you've won four in a row keeping it real hot we had a two and oh for the 
podcast. Last episode, three out of the last four were two and O's. About as, as good as we can do. Best run we've had so far uh, as we try to finish up the season as smoothly as possible. So what's your best bet for Monday's card? My best bet are two pitchers that have been pitching decently well, pretty well in their last three starts. Their teams have won their last three starts that they pitched in. It is a in-division battle. It is game two of a doubleheader between the Blue Jays and the Orioles. I'm taking the Orioles at plus 118 home dog, Jordan Lyles, and the Orioles. Uh, I like how Lyles has pitched this year. I know the 427 ERA is not that exciting, but for a guy who's been really bad his whole year, his whole career, it's nice to see that he's finally starting to get things rolling at the age of 31 and pitching for a team that really had nothing, no business of being here and playing this well at the end of the year. And uh, you know what? Last three starts, pitched well. Hits are kind of high, but I really think that the Orioles can hold off and get a nice W. So Orioles plus 118 for me. Game All two. right, let's go for five and five in a row. Uh, for my best bet, I'm going to go with the under in the Cleveland Guardians Kansas City Royals matchup. Currently seeing a seven and a half uh, out there, um, which is a nice number for for two teams that can't really hit, two pitchers that have been great, and uh, I feel like it might get a little squirrely with the Royals towards the end of the game. But ultimately, I, I don't see them getting to eight runs in this matchup. So I'm going to go Kansas City Royals and the Cleveland Guardians under seven and a half minus one twenty three at bet online. As we speak, you can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Feel free to slide any DMs, ideas, anything we need to do towards the end of the season to wrap up the show exactly the way you want it. Um, and then Taylor, why don't you give us your info and get us out of here? All right, Griff, my uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and everywhere else. Just type in Taylor Ringold and you'll find me there. Give me a follow. Tweet at us. We love engaging with you guys. We're going to try giving you another best bet win, five in a row for me. Keep it a going for Griff to keep it two in a row for him. Try to get two best bets in a row, two for two, two and oh. We all, all we do is here is try to give you guys two and oh's each and every week, bring you the awesome, awesome content from pregame.com. We appreciate you guys sticking around on your nice Labor Day. Enjoy the day, hydrate, have a good dog. And uh, hot dog twenty. Don't forget. Hot dog twenty. Don't forget hot dog twenty. And enjoy a hot dog today. And just watching baseball with us. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.